Welcome to the Bird Camp Podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to the pursuit and promotion of bird hunting. So grab your favorite bird dog and join two brothers from Michigan as we gather around the campfire. Welcome to the Cubby. Welcome to the Cubby. I hope it's not too late. Join us at the campfire. The stories will be great. All right, welcome to Bird Camp. How's it going, Kevin? It's going good, brother. How are you doing? Pretty good. I'm looking at our website right now. We're down to 47 days and 12 hours to opening day in Michigan for bird hunting. You know, this is a big episode. This is huge. This is exciting. But the 47 days takes priority to me. That means I got to get the boots out and start looking at the clothes. And, you know, it's a whole process. You buying anything new this year? I... I'm kind of loaded up on things. Uh, really? Yeah. I'm going to probably eat some Boss shells, maybe. You know, just just because I've run my shells down a little bit. And uh, But I'm just trying to hold on to those old boots for a couple more years. They're too comfortable to get rid of. You know, much to the dislike of everybody at camp because they smell really bad. But yeah, I, do. I don't think. you going to buy anything new? Dog liked it, though, the smell. Oh, you did? You bought something No, the new. dog liked the smell of your boots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's like Maggie's like your best friends when you take your boots off. Why can't? Why is she sleeping on my boots? I wouldn't go ten feet from yeah. them. I remember that conversation. But I. What about you? You bought a new kennel, obviously. I got the Dakota two eighty three kennel. Um, uh, she. I'm trying to get her used to going in there because she was not raised as a puppy like she should have been going into a kennel. But she's uh, snooping around on it. But riding in the vehicle, she'll get used to it. I'll, by hunting season, I'll have her on her way. Excellent. That's but cool. I like it. It's hunter orange, and it, it's medium size, but it's actually, you know, she's a Llewellyn, so she's not like a huge English setter, but I'd call her a medium-sized dog. She's around 50 pounds, right? Yeah, she's 52 pounds, yeah. um, and she fits in there no problem. In fact, my wife's huge dog, Seamus, can fit in there, and he's just a big old huge dog. And that's a medium size, so... Yeah, that, that dog's about 80 or 90, I would think. I don't know. I haven't yeah. weighed him recently. He's out of control. He's huge. Huge. Like our huge show today, so... Yeah. Well, speaking of gear... Uh-oh. It was your birthday. We missed it. Oh, no. Oh, so no. I uh, hooked up with Mr. Brent Pike of Pike Gear. Oh, oh, you didn't have to do that. There you go. A new vest? Got the... I think he calls us the wingman vest. Holy cow, that's something I've been looking at. Oh, watch your drink. As spacious as our primary studio is, we, we still have to reach and bend. And That is really slick. And then he threw in some gloves for you. The Northcut shooting glove, which if you look at these, these are really cool. Oh, man. I got to tell you, the quality of this pipe gear is outstanding. What it is, it's like a half vest with a bird bag. And then he threw you in a uh, Made in Crowl, Texas pike hat. 
Pike is treating us right. And Brent, then Brent, I should say. you got a sticker for your truck. Oh, my God. Look case. at all this stuff I got. So Happy birthday thanks, to me. Thanks, Pike Gear. Brent Pike, he didn't give this to us free. We actually bought it. But that's still, okay. it's that's uh, cool. it's some pretty cool gear. Yeah, let, let, let's go through it. The hat is a very cool hat. It's Hunter Orange. And my old orange hat needs to be retired. It's a great birthday gift. Thank you, brother. Yeah, yeah. and I actually tried my vest on. And it feels weird at first because it rides lower. Uh-huh. But um, you actually might have the one I fitted. So it might actually fit on. If you want to try it on, it's pretty cool. Um, and it wraps around. But inside this back here. Yeah, check, I was looking at that. Check this out. If you open it up, it's got all the I didn't know. But see, it's got all these attachments oh. for water bottles. Um, well, that's whatever. my big thing. You know, I always carry water. Oh, you got to carry water. I always carry I water. I carry extra for the dogs. And yeah, but then you can put your shells in right here on the yeah. side. So uh, highly recommend them. That that's not an official sponsor of the podcast, but maybe someday. Maybe someday. That's um, a quality quality vest we both got here today. This is a big day. Yeah, those gloves fit. Those are extra large. You said. Oh, well, they will fit. Ooh. No. They, well, they yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, so those are shooting, shooting gloves. gloves. Yeah. And I believe also you can use your phone with them too is another aspect of the yeah, they, they quality got, they of got the, materials you uh, use. The like leather material on the fingertips, which is really helpful to handle yeah. the gun. Those are high quality. So yeah. when you guys see us out in the field, we'll be the, the Bobsy twins and pike gear. But we're, we're gonna be, be looking, all, we're gonna be all piked out. We'll be looking cool. The advantage of doing this is we get to see the coolest stuff. And the pike hat is quality too, and it says made in Texas. Yeah, all his stuff is made in the USA. Uh, I won't say the state of Texas because I root for him as the Republic of Texas, but that's just a personal thing. But the the uh, the vest needs a little explanation. You should probably listeners go out to to their website this is my vest is what 25 years old at least oh your older vest not your new yeah. vest that's brand new no 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 the older <laughs> one's 20 and, and i've repaired the zippers i've repaired this and it's a traditional vest but that's the one thing i thank you brother i was looking at replacing oh, happy birthday and uh, i'll put that right in the back of the old beater truck that i use and but the vest is kind of cool because it has a waistband strap i saw yeah and if you you, when you put it on, it feels weird because it's the way it's not weighted like a traditional vest where everything's on your shoulders, and yeah. then you weight it down, you get wet, and it's just well, you know, you get into the birds and you throw shells in, you don't right. place them, and then it feels like you're being dragged down. I feel that in the back of my neck occasionally, mm -hmm. and some other, someone, I think you said it too. This has the waistband. Yeah, so all your weight is going around your midsection. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is the coolest stuff ever. Thank you, brother. No and problem. Happy birthday. The gloves, high quality, true shooting gloves. They kind of remind you of driving gloves. Um, I don't wear a lot of gloves, but I do when the weather depends on it. Um, right. I, I mean, I'll go down to twenty degrees without gloves because I never get cold. But the even the hat is very high quality. Okay. Wow. Thank you, and hey, thanks no to problem. Pike. Thanks, Appreciate Brent. It. And uh, you guys can check that all out at PikeGear.com. Yeah. Luckily, you know, only being 29, I got a lot of years to enjoy this. Yeah. Well, let's get a, get some business out of the way. Yeah, th this is kind of a launch episode into the next wave. We've been doing this for a year now. Almost. Oh, yeah, it'll be a year yeah. in August. And, and it's pretty much almost August. So. And uh, the sponsorships are coming in in various ways. Uh, I think our listeners know about the Bark River draw, September 15th, the Bark River knife draw. And that knife is sitting right here in my hand. And yep. not, it, it just fits in with this pike gear. It's the, got the orange handle. Sorry, I turned away. But boy, is it, it's also like pike gear. This Bark River knife is quality. It's just quality. It is. And we it, were going to get And it's this. ergonomical 
in the handle, so it fits a hand. You know, it's not a straight. It's got some notice in the handle. Man, that thing's sharp. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah. It came from the factory. That shirt. Wow. Oh yeah, they're pre. I th- I don't want to say this, but I think you get lifetime sharpening if you take them in. But I, I don't know. Well, you got to go all the way to Escanaba. Yeah, but that's always a good thing, by the way. Right. But so here we go. We want to first thank our patrons that are now enrolled in the Bark River knife drawing on September 15th. And those two patrons, the, the two latest ones, are Brandon Dixon, he's a wing shooter level, and Quentin Myers, which is a Covey level. Yeah, thank you very much. They're both enrolled as patrons now. They're both enrolled into the Bark River Contest. And Matt, you want to go through quickly how they how you can do that? Well, you can do that right through our website. Um, it's got a link on there to enter the knife contest. Or you can go to patron forward slash bird camp. Just search that and you'll find us. You'll see our little logo and then you can sign up at any level. We'll get you a entry into the knife contest. The other way, it's kind of um, another way to do it. Anchor, who does our hosting at this moment, um, you can actually support us right on Anchor. And we'll if you do choose to do it that way, you don't you don't like patron. Maybe we will enter you that way through yep. Anchor as well. And get entered in because this is not a knife you buy at Myers or this is a very high end knife. Yeah, hundred. I think it's three hundred. I think I saw, but I don't. Remember. I think it's three fifty, and it comes with a nice box. It's a Bravo yeah. one, and it comes with a sheath. And a sheath? Uh, we yeah. were gonna get this. Um, what do you call it? Engraved. Talked to a few engravers, and we decided it's such a nice knife that I just, it's, whoever gets the knife may not like that. Yeah, and there there are two rivets going through this beautiful orange handle, and it doesn't leave a lot of space. Plus, it also has a, I don't know, there's a name for that, grommet? Yeah, the grommet on the handle. A grommet to put a string through. I mean, there's just not a lot of room left on the handle. And so we're not going to have it engraved. We we thought about it, but it does. The blade is. I just think marked it, it might river, so that's cool. You know, a good engraver. That's an extra expense. Plus, whoever gets the knife, they can do that. Though. And we want to give it away. We yeah. we don't want to wait for it. We we've looked and we've actually had them tell us don't do it because the knife's nice. Yeah, and every but, every engraver's backed up. Yeah, way backed up. Well, we had one on, didn't we? Didn't we? No. No. Okay. We were going to. We were going to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's a different story. So the Bark River is September 15th, and this is where the show gets huge. As we're sitting here with all this orange gear, I guess huge, huge is the way to say it's it, right? It's going to be huge. Huge. Here's the next giveaway. Ready, listeners? Ready, Covey? Dakota 283 has gladly teamed with us and partnered with us to give away a medium kennel. I think it's the 6.3 kennel. Don't quote me on that. That's what we've seen. G3. G3. Yeah. Well, if that, I could read my own radio. It's a G3. So <laughs> I wrote six. Um, these kennels have an antimicrobial level that's FDA and EPA approved. And that will help. You know, you want to leave your dog in a nice, clean environment, and that will help. Keep so it is FDA approved? Yeah, that's what it said. So Just like the vaccine? Oh, wait, sorry. It's a different, I don't, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> we are also to the same winner given away a dash water system which also has the coating on it so the antimicrobial coating so that will be one winner so we're giving away the bark river and you got to be a patron to get into that right yeah or support us through anchor support us through anchor is another out there the dakota 283 we're going to give away not only the kennel not only 
to the winner, we're going to give the Dash water system, which is a great thing for those of us that have hauled uh, empty milk bottles of water around. Not the way to do it. This is the way to do it. Right. right. Yeah. With that, with that Dakota. It's good for home dish. or or on the road when you're hunting. Either yeah, way. it's good. So yeah, go, go to the Dakota two eighty three. You know, when I first when they first got together at Dakota, I was like, why why is it Dakota two eighty three? What's up with the numbers? Where does that come from? And then I researched the company, talked to our contact person there, the owner of the company. They're actually out of is it Erie, Pennsylvania? Um, I think they're out of Pennsylvania, but. His, Lancaster, I believe. Okay. His yeah. uh, his um main hunting spot in South Dakota is on Highway 283. So there you go. South Dakota. Was it north or south? Yeah. It's South Dakota. South Dakota, 283. He's a bird hunter. So and I've been on that road many times. County Road 283, I believe it is. It's, it's called a highway, but it's a two-lane road. It's, it's kind of beautiful. It's so that's where beautiful. he bought his yeah. basically um hunting property. Mm-hmm. And that's where him and his wife and his family love to go to, so that's how he named his company. Theme on that later for us too. Yeah. So yeah, we gotta we're gonna copy that theme just a little bit. So that's the huge news. We want to come on and tell you that we don't have a guest today. And the good thing about the medium G three kennel, I actually bought one of these for her, um, Maggie, my bird dog. Um, if you're getting a puppy, this is the size where you can put a partition in to split the kennel for potty training. For oh, inside. excellent. Um, that's not included with it, but it's not that much more to get that partition. That, so, that's really good. So that it can grow into the kennel. Yeah, is you what can you're grow saying. into this medium-sized kennel. When we say medium, a lot of people think of the, like the cheap Walmart kennels you buy. No, these are quality USA-made, high-end. Like my, like I said earlier, my big dog, who weighs what do you say, like 80, 90 pounds? Yeah, can fit in this medium-sized kennel. So I don't. I can't imagine what their large kennels look like. <laughs> yeah, it must be huge. Yeah, and you can get them in multiple colors too. We don't know what. We're color. hunting with St. Bernards now. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what <laughs> At color least we're got getting. Got the jug of whiskey around his neck. So oh yeah, if things go bad, you know oh, that'd be a great thing. <laughs> Are you hurt? Spray my ankle. Dog, give me the whiskey. <laughs> yeah, but in the cartoon, the dog drinks it. Right? <laughs> yeah, he makes the martini. Every time. <laughs> yeah, he shakes it. <laughs> so this is a huge show. This is the reason we don't have a guest on. There's a lot to convey to our cubby. We want to get through it. Um, so I'm going to keep reviewing it. So, you know, the bark river in the theme that you just said, Matt quality, I look at the pike gear that you brought me today and it's just high quality, the bark river knife, the Dakota. Yeah. I think I'll get a theme. We're focusing on quality. Um, we're going to try to make it as simple as we can for you. So you know how to do the bark river knife to enter for the Dakota 283 medium kennel in the, in the dash water system, two separate things, one winner there. We're going to have you on Facebook post a picture of your hunting dog. But this is after I'll make a post on Facebook as I... Yeah, yeah. I I know there's somebody sitting out there with their finger on the button. So please listen to my brother Um, here. By the time you listen to this podcast, there's going to be two... I'll make a post that's apparent where to reply to. So reply to my post or BirdCamp post. Right. Um, So you have to be friends with BirdCamp, which most of you already are. And then um, I'll make a post about the Dakota 283 giveaway. Please post your puppy dog pictures. Yeah. And then, boom, and it doesn't, reply it to doesn't that. have to be puppy dog. Make sure you share it so everybody can see. Yeah, the one thing we're asking is when you reply to us, make sure you share it with your friend base on Facebook. You know, we, we're trying to get more listeners. Uh, we're doing really, really good on Facebook. So we're going to turn the Dakota 283 to our Facebook site. Um, a couple of things here that are going to come up, so we'll just answer them first and foremost. Not everybody hunts with a dog. Hunt, you know, post a picture of your 
hunting party dog. Like for me, I'd post a picture of my brother's dog because I don't have one at this time. So a picture of a honey, your hunting dog. Yeah, if you can be you, yours or can be your hunting party. If you that's post hunt. a picture of a wolf, you're not going to win. Just let you know because yeah. I, I did that already. Or a dinosaur. <laughs> or a I dinosaur. I, I do the dinosaur thing or a Bigfoot. Right. <laughs> but all funny, by the way. <laughs> it should be your second one. So just your hunting dog. That would be great. Post a picture and make sure and share it with your friends. And maybe some of them would like to be involved. And that, and that alone will enter you for the Dakota 283 drawing of the medium kennel and the dash water system. Yeah, and you get two things. You get bonus points if you share that, you know, publicly on your profile so we get more people involved in this. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll get yeah. an extra point for that. That's great. Um, on our next episode, we're going to continue right down this theme. Again, we don't have a guest for this reason. We will be giving away Onyx Map Elite subscriptions on our next three episodes to lead up to the other two drawings, the Dakota drawing, as well as the Bark River drawing. So we are giving away in total, are you ready for this brother? Yeah, go ahead. Three Onyx Elite subscriptions, in addition to all the ones we've given away already, and thank you to Onyx Maps. Uh, the Bark River knife, big dollar item, Something I would really like to keep. But, yeah, the um, knife is something every hunter can use. Oh, Same yeah. with it, Onyx, as long as you have a smart device yeah. or a laptop or a computer at home. Oh, and this or bark, you can go to the library and put it on there, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> this Bark River knife is not your typical gut hook, long blades. Can you, it is a true hunting knife that even yeah. upland hunters, duck hunters, you could probably got a deer with it yeah. honestly but i could have used that driving through downtown chicago yesterday oh yeah how was that eight hours <laughs> oh man you were hating life weren't you you were hauling a travel trailer with a seven-year-old <laughs> you were hating life weren't you yeah but thankfully you, he had a nice you're just <laughs> looking back at that trailer thinking i should be in northern michigan i should be in northern Michigan. oh i, I thought about there. you know i was gonna make the loop and there was weather coming for those of you who don't know i'm an aviation freak as well as a bird hunting freak but i was at oshkosh ea air venture with my son i went early anyways we were gonna only stay as long as my son could handle it which was about two days um which is good for his age good for a seven-year-old but i i walked twenty-three thousand steps him and i together he probably walked more um the first day the second we did about half that so i mean that, that's he a must lot. have been crying and it was 90 did he just drop at seven o'clock <laughs> oh yeah he went right to bed so did i i mean it was hot. That was what kills you. And yeah. I didn't pee all day, but I drank six bottles of water. Ooh. And he peed like once, you know. Ooh. But that's uh, a whole day. But I was going to go up through past Green Bay, hang a right, go through the UP, stop and see our uncle, check the land out, you know. Yeah. And I put that in there and was like, oh, man, that's like 10, 11 hours of driving plus a bridge fare. And I'm going to beat Chicago. I'm going to beat rush hour. We never beat rush hour in Chicago. It's always rush hour. Right. You got these idiots over there that, well, you're hauling a travel trailer. You can't stop on a dime. And they'll just cut right in front of you, almost hit your bumper. Just weaving. Oh, I hate the weavers. Multiple lane changers. Why? Why? It, you're what? just going to hit your brake lights and stop. Just Every time I'm don't. driving through that mess and somebody does that, when I pull up to the toll booth next to them, I just stare at them. It's just like, Yeah, oh, but you don't want to do that, that in Chicago. Different, different time now, isn't it? But yeah. Anyway, we'll get back to it, I guess. Put a cap in your hands. Put a cap on you. So we've got... The Bark River giveaway, you're now informed on how to enter the um, Dakota 283, excuse me, giveaway. Those are huge. And Onyx Maps. So we want to thank Bark River 
and Dakota 283, all high quality in the Onyx Map Elite yep. giveaway. We're going to make this real simple for you. We don't like you having to do a lot, but we are trying to increase and improve the podcast. So we're going to give away in our next three episodes, one episode, one Onyx Elite per episode. Does that include this episode? You want to? I say we do it. Do it. Includes this episode, so okay, I, hope so, you're, I so, know you're probably sitting there waiting for a guess. Ain't gonna happen today, guys. We we got too much going on. So we're gonna give you a code word, and that code word is Manaskan. Manaskan. I'm gonna spell it for you very no. You, oh, okay. It's named after a river in the eastern UP. If you spell it wrong, you lose. Yeah, it's right in the Sharptail habitat. Mana, yeah. Manaskan. Manaskan after the Manaskan River. It could be the Manaskan Bay too, which might be easier for people yeah. to find. So um, that's the bay between Lake Superior and Lake. If Shiro. you had Onyx maps, it'd be it, easy to it'd find. It'd be easy to find. How See, to perfect. It. See how perfect it is. Yeah. So starting with this episode and the following two episodes leading up to the September but this 15th is only giveaway. for this episode. We're gonna have a different code word the next two different episodes. Code Code word so, the next one. So, so you have to either Facebook message BirdCamp or email to mi.birdcamp at gmail.com. Dot, dot is no, that's that's our website. Good <laughs> Lord, I'm old. It's mi.birdcamp mi. at Instagram. Yeah, yeah, at gmail.com. Or go to our website and find our email if my email is wrong. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's it. Just just email us. Or Facebook message if you're on Facebook. Or Facebook message, and the word is Manaskan, like the Eastern Upper Peninsula. Yeah, make sure you put your bay. name on there, and I don't want any of your personal information to sell to no, the no, Russians no, no. or we, Joe Biden. So. We don't sell information. We don't do that. We're just doing this to help our listenership, and we have sponsors coming to us, so we want to give this stuff away, because if we don't, I'll use it. I'm yeah, because they want to get their name out there, and we want to get more listeners yeah. and you know, make the sport more broadened right. to uh, a new younger hunter so, or, and older hunters. Think about that. This is a podcast with three major giveaways, some of them multiple. You know, the multiple in the Dakota two eighty three, we're giving two high high item pieces of weight. The yep. multiple we are giving away three onyx to three different listeners on three different episodes. So Guys, you really need to get on Facebook. You need to get out there. You need to find us. And the, these are not cheap items. They're big things, and we are proud to give them away. So just to cap this again, so we're giving away on this episode an Onyx Elite one-year subscription. You have to send me the code word either via Facebook Messenger or email. You can find our email address through our website. Um, we have the Bark River Knife Contest. You can enter that via our website or on patreon or support us through anchor and you have to be a patron supporter a patron through patreon to yeah. enter that which is only a dollar a month it's not minimal yeah um and then the dakota 283 find our facebook post and then we want a picture of your dog or the puppy you're getting or, or the, the dog, dog you, you hunt, hunt with, with. Yeah. yep so send the picture. Name of the dog would be cool. Hmm. It'll have your name on there, so we know that you'll be entered. And, and the better the picture, you might get an extra point in there. We we might throw that in there. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure out how we're going to um, draw for that. We'll draw. And these are true drawings. We're not. Yeah, we, I use a randomizer to... on either my phone, or we actually draw names yep. out of a hat. Either way, yeah, everything we give away is randomized, so there's no favoritism. So that's it on the drawings. That's it. For future episodes, one thing I'd like to call out for is 
uh, we've got a we've built up a nice base of uh, in the covey here. Is we we've done a lot of this with inputs from various people that we hunt with or we know. But what would you guys like to hear out there? You know, did you lose me? We good? Fuck! I'll get that later. Don't worry about that. Go ahead. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we had a little giggly fit here going on. Uh, we had a little technical problem with our master box. Our uh, mixing box. Our mixing. That's it. Our mixing box. Uh, our Zoom mixing box lost its power and uh, shut down. And then I tried to reset it. And I spilled coffee everywhere. Luckily, not on any gear. But it didn't hit it, the pipe gear, the knife. It went all over the floor. <laughs> the, That's why you always put your drink on the very edge of the recording table. Yeah, it's always best. Put put, put a large drink with an unsecured list lid right on the corner. <laughs> but it's a secure. It's a Yeti I bought in China for five dollars. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's huge. So we're going to get back to it here, but let's just say that's a big Yeti and, and there was a lot of coffee and, and uh, wow. now what you got to figure out is maybe we should, we're not going to, who has the potty mouth that we're not going to tell you. I think it's obvious. <laughs> we're back and we're getting towards our conclusion here because we're getting silly, but we, we've gone through everything. What we were asking for is. I think our content and our guests on this have been excellent. We've covered a gamut. We're not struggling for guests, but this is a plea that you're the listeners, you're the covey. If you just tell us who, you, who you'd who you like on or what topics, that's very helpful to us because we guide it to you then and uh, based on our guests in the future. Okay. So let's talk about what everybody wants to hear. Let's talk about grouse hunting. I don't think they probably tuned in just to hear our promotions <laughs> even though we got in our it. foul language and our spilling of coffee um, so we got what do we say 47 days left mm -hmm. um and uh i did not get a pheasant stamp i haven't got my license regular small game license all i and i just got spring turkey so far but um have you got your license online i, I did the I think it's called all inclusive. I, so I got my. Oh, you did. My well, I got my fishing license and my small game license, whatever they call that now, because they keep changing it. But yeah, well, they lump them together. Uh, yeah, combo, combo. I did yeah. the combo thing because you know I fish and kayak, so I wanted that cover, and I thought I might as well buy my upland. But I haven't got the pheasant stamp. I haven't got the duck license. I haven't done that yet, and I, we usually do. I still have to do that. And then uh, talking with veterinarian Hank on our last episode, uh, I actually made appointments to get Maggie the bird dog in early. So Oh, nice. See, we, we do that. have an inf positive yeah. influence. That's, our guest that's influenced the host. Guest yeah. influence it, on the kennel, too. Yeah, well, yeah. I wanted to get a kennel anyways. After. And the pipe gear. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're all in here, and... Uh, just uh i don't think we need to review the contest that'll be up and we'll get that up in the next day or two and i'd like to know um our listeners on what they have planned out for hunting season um if they're going to go in michigan if they're going to stray out west try some pheasant out there or eastern thumb or detroit area for pheasant hunting or are you going to south dakota or minnesota that's why it's yeah, out yeah, west yeah, yeah. out west well, to um, the tuz that's out west but i like that idea uh you know we're, we're talking to some lodge and guide services too yeah because we're, we're trying to figure it out yeah, um yeah we're trying and part of that is we're trying to figure out our own fall hunt but um i you know that that's a good one you know 
get in contact with us and tell us what your plans are for yeah this go fall. to our uh, website and give us some feedback on uh on what you guys are doing and um maybe give us some ideas personally yeah and, and we're we're actually gonna have um al stewart's replacement on in the future that's one thing uh the bird biologist in michigan for the people outside of michigan and we're gonna have him on you remember his name it was a little different name i almost a chad uh, it'd be cool if it's chad and he just goes uh, okay okay uh, <laughs> oh, okay okay but one thing i want to talk to him about when he comes on in the next few episodes is what did the fires the drought and the torrential downpour this year do to the bird population and i don't know if they did their spring counts this year so that's a good question when they come on but let us know who else what topics what subjects adam bump i just looked bump. it up adam that was it. bump yeah. yep so yeah. we'll have him on i got his name via eric hilliard who is the digital media specialist michigan department of natural resources wildlife division that's quite a title that's quite a title imagine having to write that on your check every time <laughs> <laughs> it's like the old joke of a john doe gets in trouble in school and gets in trouble with mike wasikowski they made him write their board their name on the board 100 times not fair yeah just write <laughs> z. z z ski z so good. We're uh, we recovered from our momentary disaster, and uh, I, I I don't know how the bird population is going to be this year. That's one thing I'd like to know on uh, sharp tail woodcock and rough grouse. So, what about you? What are you looking for in the future, Matt? As we head towards season, um, I was thinking about going out west and see our friends in Montana and throw some hunting in with that. Um, it just depends on my family work schedule what I'm going to do, obviously. But mm-hmm. I would like you and I, and I don't. Know about the Yahoos from Indiana if they want to go with us. Um, I wouldn't mind going out to not only the eastern UP, but maybe central UP. I don't know if I want to go all the way out west. That's just a lot of travel. Well, that's why I, wanted, you know, I want some of the lodges and guide services to come on, but I'm kind of poking around that way too for us. We, we don't do the same thing every year, but... Well, I had a real good time when we went out to... Um, we were going to fly the airplane out to that one place, and that's where you got sick. I don't want to go there again. No, we're not going there again. But that's near... Ralph. Ralph. Um, um, and then uh, I also had some friends that just bought a cabin in Germfesk. And, oh, same general um, area. Yeah. yeah, that'd be a good area to settle because not that we want to stay at their cabin, but we could stay... They said there's an RV park um, right down the street from them in Germfesk. So that's something we could utilize. Really? Yeah. See, I, I would like to, we've done the far west, you know, Ironwood, up in that area. One thing that kind of restricts you there is the border. Well, you're getting Wisconsin border up water to, north, to, water south, border you got water north, west, water and south. north, south. So, so, so you, yeah. your hunting area, and I know this is hard to describe, when, let's say you set up an Ironwood, which we've done, becomes pretty small. You can't go west, you can't go south, you can't, so it's pretty small. Well, you can, but then you got to get all the licensing. You got to go through the Wisconsin licensing, Which, or if you, you dip can, into Minnesota yeah. up north. So I, I think the more central, I think we're kind of in agreement on, and some of our party can come up the other way and be shorter for them. Yeah. Except Good for luck the going eight hours in Chicago, like yeah. you experienced. Good luck going through Chicago. But I, I and. And Milwaukee at construction, too, yeah. Yeah, so we'd like to kind of hear your plans, what you're thinking. You don't have to give us your, your secret spots or destinations. Yeah, say, you do. Just say, we're going to Lewiston, or we're going to the Alpena area, or okay. whatever. I got a new topic I'm going to talk about, because I just, I just saw something at this expo I went to. Let's talk about trucks. Let's trucks. talk about SUVs and what you hunt with. So, we both drive F-150s. I have a super cab. Kevin has the 
uh, crew. crew cab is what Ford calls yeah. it. The, the Ford arm. I want to know if anybody is looking at the new, there's a new Hummer coming out that's electric. There's a new F-150. There's a Cybertruck. That's just kind of cool to me to talk about with technology. Most guys are like, oh, screw that. You know, but they do have a lot of torque pulling power. They have a lot of torque pulling power. They have a lot and, of things you can attach to them. Well, here's what was cool. I saw the Lightning in person, um, F-150 Lightning, two days ago. Um, or no, it was yesterday. No, two days ago. When I was at this expo, and what's really neat is it can power your whole travel trailer. If it's fully charged. Well, it doesn't even have to be fully charged, but like you don't need that to haul that generator around. It will actually power with a RV plug right into the back the whole travel trailer. Really? Which is cool. That's cool. But I don't know if Ford has the architecture like Tesla does to travel to like the central western UP and get charged. Can you go to Ford dealers? That question, I didn't really research it, and I'm sure the answer is out there, but that's my question. But the other cool thing about the Lightning, it's basically an F-150 crew cab like you have with the five-and-a-half-foot bed. But it ha- up front, it has that frunk. Frunk? Frunk. Trunk. Front trunk. Or the engine should be. Yeah. it's You could pack... It, oh, it was huge. I was so surprised. And there's more plugs and USB chargers up there with lights. So you And you can use it as a cooler. It's got a center thing that drops down. Nice. I mean, for camping, for, for setting bird up bird hunting. camp, it's like the perfect vehicle as long as the charging. You know, and for bird hunters, when we go hunting, you know, hey, let's go go to lunch, and we'll let the, the truck charge while we're at lunch for an hour. Right. Maybe that's enough. Maybe not. I don't know. Well, here, here's another feature that's coming. Uh, I don't know what models or it's on or what um, Ford or Tesla. And this is kind of an odd thing, but, you know, we always try and plan two trails. You walk out one and come back the other. But it's not always possible, depending on the trails and where you're at. And as dumb as this sounds, I think it would be cool because when you walk out one trail and come back... You've already been there. Maybe the birds are back. Maybe it's good and bad. It's good and bad, but it's a lot of extra miles. Yeah. If you're uh, a bird dog or you have chased the birds off the trail, they're probably if, not back. But if maybe. we had a vehicle with an auto recall where it would come self drive right. to us, and that's coming. Tesla that, has it. I don't, I, Ford. I don't know if it's there, but is it going to be there on these back? You know, are we going to get a connection trails? to tell it what to do right. through the satellites? But that would be a cool feature to me. So we go, I won't say an area, but we go somewhere where we know. Where we can keep walking and chasing the birds and have the truck come to us yeah, and not have to walk out four miles and then walk back to the truck four miles. Right. Which, you know, the people that listen to the podcast know that's no exaggeration at all. Yeah. But I think that would be a very cool feature. And Tesla calls it valet mode. So let's. this is the design of their system. I'm kind of a Tesla fan a little bit, even though I don't have one. So let's say you're a... Yeah. Well, man, I don't know. So let's say you just went shopping, Sam's Club, Costco, grocery store, whatever. You push valet mode. In some areas, they will allow the Tesla to actually pull right up to you as you walk out the store and you load up the groceries and, you know. Yeah, that's the same type thing. That's the whole purpose of it. So you're not walking with a shopping cart, you know, a half a mile to your car. The car comes to you automatically. Oh, that would be a huge feature. But imagine using that in a Cybertruck or in a F-150 Lightning or the new Hummer EV or the GM's got theirs coming down the line in two years, I believe. Mm Mm-hmm. Imagine if that technology was there, especially, you know, as you get older and handicap or whatever. Me? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's it, huge. It, it, 20, 30 years ago when we were, well, we've been doing it for a while, but 
we didn't care about the miles. We just walk. Right. Well, as you approach 60, you look at some of those walks and you know, it's a joke with me. I ain't going up that hill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, but even yeah. an eye opener for me yesterday was my seven year old. He was done in the heat after walking he's like oh, i'm just sitting down i know dad i can't go anymore i'm like uh-oh yeah just push a button and call the truck to you cool thing yeah cool yeah. thing but who knows if that'll be available well, on, on these trails you know you, you what if you did it and your your truck is you know go straight into a swamp <laughs> area then you're screwed and you're trying to get out an eight thousand dollar or eight thousand pound vehicle out Remember, yeah. we told the story of the podcast of the big tree that fell right before we walked by it we came back like 10 minutes later and it's Tag and see the Tesla hung up on the tree. Oh, just, yeah, because yeah, you can't see trees and branches <laughs> down, right? So, I mean. But, I mean, there are some cool additions. And one, one of the things, you know, many, many things we all like about the sport, but um, you can do it in a passenger car. Yeah, know, yeah. Front wheel, rear wheel. Well, a, lot, a lot of guys get the little side-by-sides, the yeah. razors U- or the, like, the gators. That's yeah. actually, I think, the perfect vehicle. As long as the weather's good, if it's too freaking cold you don't want to you don't want to do that you got to bundle up too much and that's not good for yeah talk to us about vehicles and how, how you get to your hunt and what do you use and i mean that's all over the map too we've seen gators utvs and you know was it last year two years ago we saw the two really young guys in the little car yeah and I, I went up on my own and i saw <laughs> two guys in like a you know older corsica or something yeah, like yeah. that you know a high school car 20 year old high yeah. school car and that's all you need of course, that was kind of a good day for us because we always want to see younger people out there doing the sport. And uh, but it was like, well, they'll learn. You know, I, I think as we walked by them, talked to them for just a few seconds. This thing was two years ago. Um, as we walked away, I said, "Yeah, they'll be in a pickup truck in about five years." <laughs> yeah, well, maybe, maybe not. Some guys go to SUVs because it's better for the dog. That's true. Turns. That's a good point. Good point. Dakota two eighty three still fits in an SUV. Yep. So that should probably fit in the backseat of a car. Yeah. What else you got, brother? Nothing. I just whatever comes first, that lightning or that cyber truck, we'll see what happens down the road. Yeah. It's about six well, months away from me. Remember the old Volkswagen trucks, not the you know, that were the camper, but they were in a truck. They had the sidewalls where you could flip them down, put tools in them from the outside of the bed. Oh yeah, like in between the wheels, you mean the little toolkit? Uh, yeah. Tool cases? That would I, be cool. I think Maybe Dodge, Dodge does, does that. Yeah. That would be a cool place for guns, wouldn't it? Just so you, when you step out of the truck, it you open it up, it's right there. Yeah, I'm. But, I'm I can't do Dodge and Jeeps. I'm sorry. I just oh. yesterday I had a Dodge pulling in while I'm pulling out, and this like it wasn't like a 90 degree. It was like like this, and I'm turning that way, and he's like blocking me. If so, if you're in that white Dodge at the seaplane base in Oshkosh, I, I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna find him. I'm gonna find you, you and throw beat coffee you. at him. <laughs> Man. He just, he like came right up next to me. I'm like, dude, I can't make that turn. I'm hauling a 30 foot trailer. What are you doing? I, I rolled the window down and he wouldn't talk to me. I'm like, you need to back up. Anyways, it's, I think I was about ready to fight him I in front of my of, son. One of the one of the things in our society is for those of us that grew up with a, our father, a builder, or on the farms like we did. You Russell, know, like semi truck driver. Yeah, semi truck. You know, we both drew a truck and when we were young and. You know, and the reason we know is our father would just yell at us. <laughs> so say, A lot. Move that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we've covered the gamut here. I, I guess the only other news I saw is totally unrelated to bird hunting, but I saw in Fort Wayne, actual news story, the guy found a six-foot crocodile. In Not a crocodile, an alligator. Alligator. I'm sorry. Yeah, you were great. 
um, an alligator in an inland lake near Fort Wayne. So Yeah, don't be a dumbass and go to Florida and get a pet alligator and bring it back. That's what that has to be. What does that do to our wildlife? I mean, that's that's the new top predator. What's it doing to yeah, the nothing's fish? Nothing's hunting that. The duck, because they eat ducks, and you know, oh, yeah, they, whatever. And I'm just thinking, what an idiot! And thank God the fisherman who was from Illinois, I read, turned immediately called the DNR and stayed near it, which I would not have done. Well, he's probably in a boat, right? Or yeah, in, he was on a boat. Yeah, but, so. but six foot's not a small alligator. It's a good size, and I just can't imagine what's been going on with the fish in that lake. But, so what they do with it? They I did not. It's, I mean, one, it's the, one of those you had to subscribe to read the whole story that yeah. was sent to me by one of our listeners, actually. Because, like in Athens, Michigan, south of Battle Creek, they have the alligator farm. I mean, they could. I didn't know that. Yeah, they do a lot of like guys that are. What do they call those guys? We used to call them dog catchers, but now they're animal um, removal service, I guess it is. There's another term, but for guys that get those calls for alligators, they bring them in to do training on how to. Was it called wrangle an alligator? I guess when they put the big the it, lanyard or leash on their mouths and then yeah, basically I, I, I'm a big strong guy, but I have no desire to wrangle a reptile. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I saw I'm that good. in the local news. Couple I, days ago. I, I, I will wrangle it from about 300 yards away with a gun. Right, <laughs> but that might not stop an alligator. <laughs> oh, I just I, I got to segue into this for nobody cares. But for once, I, I'm reading a a book about the Burma theater of World War Two. <laughs> And both the Japanese and the British got trapped in the swamps there. Well, they have a special crocodile there that gets up over 20 feet long. Yeah, it turned into a feeding frenzy on both sides on different days. Oh. I got to tell you, I had to set that book down, That I was just like, oh, this is just nasty snakes, malaria, insects, and 20-foot crocodiles that are predators. No, thanks. I mean, they still don't know how many guys got eaten. Oh, wow. That's it just, and I don't mean a few. I mean hundreds. And I can't think of a more terrifying thing. It's just I like the That's why I don't I like the woods right of there. Northern America, don't you? It's just yeah. yeah. Except for the grizzly bears and black bears. Well the big snakes do. We got those, but they pretty much leave us alone. Yeah, but unless you get down to Georgia, Florida, you don't have any alligators. Oh, there's another point of interest. I, I was watching uh, before you got to the studio this morning, I was watching the uh, skeet shooting in the Olympics. Oh, how'd that go? American won gold. Nice. Missed Congratulations. One, missed one shot. Uh, this is his third gold medal, maybe consecutive. USA, USA, USA. USA. He looks like a younger guy too. He doesn't look young, know, but uh, I hope so because once you get about forty, your vision starts. Uh, no, they had a guy from Kuwait in there who's been a regular competitor and medal winner, and he was sixty, I think. Hmm. And really good shot. I mean, these guys really know how to shoot. I Can you tell? I mean, what kind of guns are they using? Could you over tell? unders. Over unders. I saw a Beretta. Um, I saw another one that I suspected was a Ruger, but I wasn't positive. Some of them have. So the announcers aren't really, or didn't you have the volume up? I, you know, I don't usually listen to things, but I, um, I, I'm always reading, so I don't always have the volume on, but I did stop and turn it on and watch this. That's like the only thing in the Olympics I'd probably want to watch. Well, I don't. Do we want to get into that? Well, it's just so political. I don't want to even watch it anymore. I don't like the politics. I don't like the shaming of society. That stuff bothers me. But I don't have the. I don't have cable or dish or anything. I don't either. But the stuff I've watched on NBC and what I've watched, they're not showing what I think of the Olympics. Of course, I was raised in a legendary field and track 
school, you don't see the field and track. Very little of it. And when I saw the three-on-three basketball is a full Olympic sport now, every basketball player that's a true basketball player goes, three-on-three is not a game. It's practice. Yeah. <laughs> a game's full court. <laughs> 94 feet. Run. <laughs> right? But no, I'm not. But, you know, and I got to admit, and this is... Brother, I'm getting close to politics. You know I don't do that, even with you. But I got to admit, seeing the USA men's team lose, even though they lost to France. In what? Basketball. Three-on-three basketball? I have no clue. I'm not watching Olympics at all. I don't care. Five-on-five? It didn't bother me because it's become so See, I don't watch NBA either. I don't either. But here are all the NBA stars in there going to get their lunch handed to them by France. Good. You know, the attitude, I don't like. I don't like the attitude. And Viva la France. Viva la France. But I uh, don't like that either. But What, I, you don't like France? I fly a French aircraft. It's pretty awesome. It calls it, me a retard three times every time I land. Does it? Retard. 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 <laughs> Telling you to retard the thrust levers. Did you, ever look, did you ever look at the other pilot and go, I think they're talking about you. <laughs> yeah, it's an ongoing stupid joke we don't even do anymore. No, it just ran its course? Yeah, unless it's some new guy. Okay, I, I don't have anything else. I'm just babbling now. I'm being silly. So, I uh, uh, we've got some good guests lined up. We don't want to get too far down that road. You heard from our hunting partner of the threesome, Dr. Tom, recently on what he's doing this fall. Uh, he called me last night, actually. We talked for quite a while, and he's all in. He's all open. You know, he'll have some work conflict on his consulting, but um, we'll, we'll figure it out. I, I just... Uh, you know, the, the I hunt with you first and foremost. I have a lot of hunting partners, but my brother is my first one. And so with your schedule, we know about 30 days out. That's good enough for me. You but. need to come out to my property. We'll do some uh, skeet shooting. I got a whole box, I think a box and a half left. And uh, I had I have some regular lead that we can shoot. Well, I need to do that. But I, I recommend because... Uh, my friend Dan and his son Tyler were up, and uh, we were trying to blow up some tannerite just for fun shooting. That's good, clean fun for any any American. I'm just yeah. Um, well, his son enjoys shooting. Anyways, we're trying to hit it with the AR, and he kept blowing the lid off. I don't know if you know how it works. So you just you're mixing two compounds and a it's plastic. It's a chemical reaction. Yeah. You put the uh, plastic lid screwed on tightly, and then you shoot it. It's got an orange sticker on it, and it blows up. You know, it's a dry explosive. We kept hitting the lid, blowing the lid off, so we'd go back and try to tape it up. But the tannerite, I didn't, it was my, my bad because I didn't buy any new stuff. It was a little old. It was like a year old, so it just wasn't happening no matter what. But I'm like, I'll get it to go. I'll go get my uh, over-under and put some Boss in there, some Boss shells. Holy crap, we're not shooting Boss shells for uh, skeet shooting. <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. Well, I still have a bruise on my shoulder. Oh, well, you do? It's almost gone, but... Uh, that was two weeks ago. <laughs> Better shell, more kick. But it did not make the tannerite go off. It was just too old. But the tannerite was old. But. Yeah, blew the plastic casing into the bottle, and it blew the the whole back of that plastic bottle. We just shredded it. it was nothing left. Well, not to go back to the Olympic thing, watching that skeet shooting, all you could see was the pink smoke smoke when the tart when the clays went over. Yeah. You can't track them. And I'm thinking, in this world of electronics and digital, why can't we get a better shot than just, he shoots and there's either pink or not pink. I mean, Oh, you mean for the television as yeah, far as tracking Yeah, it? you couldn't even see the targets as they were flying. 
Just, yeah. it was pretty awful. To be yeah, you think for the Olympics they'd put some kind of like tracking ship in it so they could track it, like they do with the hockey puck on uh, NHL. They tried that on Fox yeah. for a while. That's, yeah. I like that actually. That's I actually, cool. I wish they'd still do it in hockey, but because I guess they got more complaints than attaboys on it. Yeah, this is our society. No matter what you do, you get a complaints. But we're all good here. Anything else, brother? No, we'll wrap it up. So remember the code word. What is it, Kevin? Last time. Manaskan. Manaskan. So send that to me via Facebook Messenger or email through our website. Yep. And uh, I'll get you in the contest and then we'll draw for that. Lots of drawings coming. We're going to draw for this on our next podcast, which will be in about two weeks. We had a big gap in between these last two podcasts. We're not going to do that again. Well, the, the gap is it's summer, it's vacation, and. Every podcaster in Upland drops down this yeah, time of year. a little bit. And we ramp back up as we get towards September. So, And my, my only plea is uh, tell us what subjects, topics, or guests you'd like to have on. If you can uh, want to do that, we'll be glad to listen and we'll pursue them. All right. So that's it for this episode. We'll wrap it up. Um, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Yep. See you. Now, as a final reminder, if you want to get in on the Dakota 283 Kennel Dog Giveaway. On the Facebook photo of your bird dog you leave, you have to leave the name of your bird dog. So not only the photo, but the name of the dog. Thank you. See you next time. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Like to enter the knife contest? Check it out at Patreon forward slash bird camp. Leave us some feedback, which we would appreciate. Our email is mi.birdcamp at gmail.com. Check us out on our social media platforms. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for BirdCamp. Our website is www.birdcamp.net. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next show. See ya.